Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. We are here with Stephen Gu. I am Casey Styers, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my co-host, Hallie McCrory. I am known as the Downtown Guru out of Raleigh, and I do all of North Carolina as far as real estate goes from coast to mountains. And Hallie handles Texas for us. She's San Angelo and Dallas. Yep. And then we have Stephen Gu here that is going to help us with tips, tricks, and hacks when it comes to tax um, taxes. If yes. Thank you, Stephen, for coming on. We're so excited. So you guys, um, I connected with Stephen in a podcast Facebook group. So if you guys, um, if you have a podcast or want to be in a podcast, make sure you uh, utilize Facebook groups for this. Um, you know, you never know who you're going to get connected with. And now we're on LinkedIn and stuff. But yeah, Stephen is a tax expert out of Atlanta, Georgia, but can help people anywhere. And he specializes helping entrepreneurs and he's helped tons of realtors. So he wanted to come on today and, you know, talk about best uh, tips and tricks around your, you know, filing for your taxes, um, things you can do to help yourself. So welcome, Stephen. We're so excited. I know this is going to be a highly, um, this has been a highly anticipated podcast as this is something that all realtors definitely struggle with. So thank you for making time for us. Uh, thank you. For thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, give us a little bit of background about you. Um, you know, how did you get into the tax world? Um, you know, what, what made you focus on entrepreneurs? We'd love to hear more about that. Sure, Holly. I think how we connected, we are exactly met in the Facebook group. We have a podcast. And when I see your name, West Texas, that's what rings my bell because, uh, you know, I immigrated to America 20 years ago wow. uh, with $3,000 with and a $2,000 bottle from my cousin. And the, the school I went to actually in, in West Texas. That's how I, uh, it's Texas, oh part of Texas. Yes, part of Texas AM University. So when I yes, see you, love I'm it. like, and we need to get it connected. Yeah, giggle. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so a tax, no, I, I, I have my, I'm a personal CPA and a tax attorney. So if you think about from, you know, it's a combination of a legal field with accounting field as a natural, it's sort of in between, that's the tax, right? Mm -hmm. um, tax is quite kind of boring, but it's, uh, unfortunately, it's, it is a very important topic. But right? if you think about how much tax we are paying, you know, majority of a small business, we are, you know, average American probably, we are paying 25 to 30% taxes, that is the income tax. Now, for ladies, for you guys, if you're self-employed, you have to pay uh, so-called self-employment taxes. That is additional 15.3%, right? And then in addition, you have to pay you know, sales use tax. You have to pay, you know, uh, property tax, right? And when people die, you know, you probably used to have to pay estate tax. So if you add that, that's a lot of taxes you have to pay, right? Blue so, thoughts. yeah. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's... So let's say, let's say no, average American, let's, let's use 30% uh, as an average, average uh, tax rate, right? So if you think about it, so if it's so you have to pay, that means every day, if you work for eight hours, that is around two hours or 2.5 hours you are, you are working for IRS, right? If you work for 20 days a year, oh, sorry, 20 days a month, that's like, six days, almost like a week, you are working exclusively, exclusively for IRS, right? Now, average American, let's say our working, our working years, probably, you know, 20 years or 30 years, that means you have probably 10 to 12 years of your working life. You are really, you know, the money you make is paying for IRS, 
it's it's uh, I think it's almost like a live prison. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so I always try to remind our my uh, my customers like you know, um, taxes is the really the number one biggest expense for your business. It's the number one profit killer, and uh, don't look at your you know PNL just based on how much your how much revenue you have, how much net income you have. You have to look at how much you know uh, net how much net cash you have after tax. That's what it matters. That um, I was trying to hide my. I'm just kidding. Yeah, obviously that is um, just a, an insane. I guess statistic like ten to twelve years of your life working for the IRS. I'm like, I know that just makes you depressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lifetime prison. <laughs> well, at least we have people I'm like you to you know help us combat that somewhat. Um, Hopefully okay, we can so, buy some some time back. <laughs> okay, and and I'm apologize too. I didn't realize you were an attorney as well. I know that there's years of schooling, so I, I'd like to point out that you are also an attorney, which is amazing. Yes. So. Yes. Well, that means I have too much time in school. I should have just started with investing real estate. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, so Stephen, um, we'd love to hear some tips that you have for. For real estate agents, um, or even if you if you have any tips for real estate investors as well, um, we'd love to we'd love to hear them. Right, well, I can talk for days for those. So it would be very very big topic, right? Maybe let's focus yes. a little and touch a little bit on on both sides. You know what? Okay. Are, you know what? Are, what are the what? Why the real estate professionals you know needed to understand a little bit about taxes? Okay. And especially for realtors, and then we can touch a little bit about real estate investor because for investors that's sort of different, different, uh, a different, different work, right? Right. So for realtors, you know, I I give uh, I teach uh, a class here in uh, in, in uh, the realtor realtor school here. Okay. So generally, I, I can divide those into three topics. One, the one, first one, we have the realtor, and uh, you know how how we can how we can help realtors to get more sales. Right, because you know you have to have closings. Without closing, there's no there's no profit, right? So that's one topic. Some some um, some little tips, tax tips can help realtors to close more deals, right? And then we can talk a little bit how you know a few tips that can save a little bit of money for the realtors. You know what kind of tips that can save you? Is, is, does that sound good? Like mainly focus on the two areas? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. So for for real estate, there's a few, you probably already heard about this. For you no, know, uh, there's some some tips realtor can use to okay. help you close close there. For example, you no know, um, home sale exclusion, right? There's capital gain. If you live in your house for you know two out of five years, when you sell, mm -hmm. you can get an exclusion, very nice exclusion. So. Uh, I had I had a gentleman who owns two houses here in Atlanta, so one lake house and an, another one his, his main residence. He sold mm -hmm. the he sold the main residence. He, we got we got him some homestead exclusion, you know, half million exclusion, and he also wanted to move to Florida, so he lived in the lived in the lake house for for I think for half a year. He said he wanted to move. He decided to sell the lake house. I'm like no big no no, but right? you already get the so the lake house actually values more now. So I told him, hey, do not 
sell the uh, do not sell the late calls. So I also told his told his uh, uh, listing agents like do not sell that. Let don't don't do that. Let's go there buy the house in Florida first. Right. Most likely, you know, as much as you like moving moving to Florida, most likely you pro you will most likely you will still come back visit your friends or you can still live in in the lake house. So I told him buy the Florida house first, and uh, he did. So he still come back, you know, during summertime when when it's getting too hot in Florida, he still come back living in the lake, lake house here in Atlanta. You know, so he was after he was still able to meet the two year out of five year exclusion, right? So right. after three or four years, he, still has, he was able to sell that lake house for much bigger. The, the value is much more. And he was able to exclude another half million exclusion. Right. right. So, so that means like if the, the realtor understands this kind of tip, you can, you can, you, you can advise, not necessarily mean a tax advice, at least you can tell him that, you know, maybe there are certain exclusion available. You don't have to sell your house now. Right. So I think that. A little bit, just a little bit of planning can help your client, can help. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we even, I mean, just as an example, um, kind of related to this, I have a client that they did a custom build home. They finished it November, 2021. And they, you know, they, things happened. They needed to move again. They thought they were, this was going to be their forever home. They needed to move towns due to the husband's job changing. And, uh, we actually just, we had to time up their house to sell, um, to where they met the two year mark where they lived in it for two years. So we like, um, we could have done a 30 day closing, but we're doing more like a 55 day closing. Uh, in order to meet that that two year mark, so we, we kind of use yeah. that in our negotiating tactics and whatnot. But yeah, even even stuff like that, um, you know, you can hire people as a realtor to help you with your taxes. But it is good to know these, um, you know, these kind of nuances and whatnot for your clients as well. Even exactly without that, you know, they basically they lose you know, two you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars you just lost if you <laughs> without yeah. the planning. And yes. also for those exclusion, you can even plan like it, it doesn't have to be exact two years. Like if you have certain reason, medical reasons for job, you can move a little earlier. It doesn't have to be two years. Yes. So you have certain exclusions. So yes. little yeah. tips like those, right? Yep. And, Absolutely. And also, and also for like uh, for if if you if certain house there is some tax lien, right? That does not necessarily means you cannot sell the house. Now, if you work with certain professionals. Right. Uh, some of the tax lien can be removed fairly at a, at a reasonable time, right? So it does not mean you know you, you don't want you don't want to look into you don't want to deal you don't want to deal with that kind of sellers. So we, even with the tax lien, talk to a few professionals. They may be able to help you to you know get the lien removed, and you can you can sell those properties. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did. I had a question for you too. So. Um, this is kind of Texas specific, but you know, I think other states and I guess Casey, you'll be able to tell us maybe what the rules are for North Carolina. Um, so Texas just recently came out with a new rule that's coming into effect January, 2024. So here in two months. Um, so what used to be the rule is that if, if, okay, you had to, if you wanted to be paid out to an LLC, you had to be a licensed broker, not just a licensed sales agent. But now starting 2024, January, 2024, 
we can actually all, all Texas licensed Texas real estate agents can now be paid out through an LLC. Could you, okay. One Casey, I want to ask, do you know if that's what, what case that is for North Carolina and two, Steven, I'd love for you to tell us the benefits of being paid out to an LLC versus an individual self-employed person, I guess. I don't know the technical term for that. I am paid in my LLC. Okay. So North Carolina, you can, anybody can be paid through their LLC. Okay. Yeah. I am paid through that. That's what he did because they somehow lost my license, my LLC number, however, yeah. and it was a big thing. So I had to switch it back over to personal and then switch it back. My CPA wanted to spread yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's better actually to be paid out of your LLC. It's better. Yes. Um, because for, for tax saving reasons, I think a majority of the state allow you to pay it out of AILC. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do. Because you know, think about this is part of related to tax planning strategies, right? So um, what, once you know, let's let's imagine all your you know commissions as a bigger pie. So let's say you know a hundred thousand. Let's say you get one million dollars, right? So if you do not pay yourself out of out of LLC, right? All the income depends what which LLC you, you, you decide to how your LLC tax. The LLC could it be taxed as a single member LLC or just a, basically on the schedule C, right? Treat as a sole proprietorship, basically disregarded, or it can be taxed as a S corporation. Could it be taxed a partnership, or even could it be taxed a C corporation? So it it, it depends. It gives you lots of flexibility. Okay. You can make an election with IS. But the best is, uh, I think, as a, in general speaking, it's better for a realtor to tax, register LLC, pay it out of out of LLC, and then uh, makes election to treat as S corporation. It's going to save lots of money on taxes. Here's the reason, right? Imagine all your commission will come as a as a pie, as a pie, right? So if you don't make election, so all the big pie, you know, we are we are subject to self-employment taxes, 15.3%, right? That's in addition to the income tax you're gonna pay, right? Right. 15.3%, but the limitation is, I think, $147,000. Below $147, you have to pay 15.3%. And after after $147,000, you have to pay 3.9%, right? That number, uh, $147, that number is adjust every year, right? Okay. So now, uh, again, imagine that, let's say let's say you make you know one hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? That's okay. uh, two hundred. Let's make, assume you make two hundred thousand dollars. So without making an S corporate election, all the two hundred thousand dollars, the uh, the first one hundred forty five, you have to pay additional fifteen point three percent. Okay. Right. And then uh, for the remaining, you have to pay three point nine. Right. So basically, all the big pipes are subject to self employment taxes. Now, if you make an S corporate election, right? Let's say. Now you cut your pie into half and a half. For escorpate election, you pay yourself a W-2, right? Now Ooh. all of a sudden, only the W-2 portion, and I, it's a, the W-2 portion is not, uh, you have to pay the self-employment taxes, so-called payroll taxes. For the remaining half, it will be treated as dividend. It will be treated as distribution. That portion is not subject to self-employment taxes. Right, so oh, okay. you basically you save money on the on the half remaining half, self okay. self employment taxes. So you can imagine, you know, you can manipulate this. Right? Yeah. You can say, hey, you know, uh, how about I just pay myself for ten dollars for the remaining 
uh, uh, I will be it will be exempted from self-employment tax, right? If you think you are smart enough, you know, think again, right? I have, because I have to wear know that. So once you make an S-Corp election, I said, okay, you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. It has okay. to be reasonable because you don't want it to manipulate the number, right? Right, yeah. So, but as, as long as you make S-Corp election, as long as you pay yourself a reasonable compensation as W-2 and, uh, uh, you know, you pa you paid the self-employment tax on that W two for the remaining remaining portion is not subject to self-employment tax in anymore. Okay. Right? So the planning trick will be, you know, make an escrow election, pay yourself a reasonable compensation for the remaining portion. You you will save money on self-employment taxes. Okay. Yeah. So you could really help decipher whether we should go LLC or S corp. Those are two different concepts. LLC is a legal term. It's a limited, limited liability corporations, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but an S corporation is a pure sort of a, a tax. It, it's a corporation defined under the tax code. It's not a real corporation. It's called a subchapter S, right? They give okay. you, basically the Congress give you more flexibility, right? So you get the legal protection as an LLC, right? Same. But at the same time, you are taxed as an S corporation, give you lots of flexibility and also help you save self-employment tax. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that's something that I need to get set up now. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I am studying for my broker's license, but now it doesn't even matter because either way I need to do that. And I had all that set up before I went out on my started CB Stars. That's what CB Stars Realty. That's what I'm paid through. That's what. Okay. Yeah. But so now once you saying that, I think I don't think I'm LLC though. I am INC, the ink word at the end. Interesting. Uh, so you you tax a C corporation? Yes, I think so. I got the paperwork around here. <laughs> we don't know. We just listen to the the CPAs. Yeah, pro probably ink. Uh, sometimes I don't think the ink will make too much sense unless you are also investor because the, the ink is subject to double taxation, right? So for the ink itself, you have to pay 21% taxes. Okay. Uh, once you take the money out as dividend, you have to pay additional 20%. So you pay 41% taxes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, I got it around here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. we'll take it offline yeah. for sure. So what, um, any other or tips that you'd have for, for real estate agents? I know um, a lot of agents have run into that I've known and, you know, me personally too, you know, we uh, as self-employed people or I guess, yeah, people, I guess uh, it's sometimes hard. Like if you, if we are going to buy a house personally, it's hard to get all those numbers together and also hard, um, you know, I guess if you don't plan with your CPA ahead of time, like with your goals for buying a property, you might not show enough income with your write-offs and stuff. Do you encourage your clients to, you know, have that communication so you know when you're going to do taxes, like, hey, are you going to be buying a property in the future? Or is it something that you always have them set up to where they can do that? Does that make sense what I'm asking? I Yes, but I will answer you at a more broader picture, okay. right? So. I think in order to save money on taxes for any business, not just real estate business, um, yeah. number one thing is you, you, of course, you want to make sure all your expenses have been written off, right? So how do you write off all those expenses? So go to the basic, really, you have to have a, 
a, a financial a book, right? Okay. So don't mix your personal credit card or bank information with your with your business credit card information. Right? Once you have an LLC, you have you have to have your own business credit card. You have your bank account, right? Yeah. To do it more seriously, right? And also make sure you capture all those expenses, right? Because you know, let's say if you go out, you meeting clients, right? For the meal entertainment, you know, use your you use your business credit card. Don't use your personal, right? So mm-hmm. you know because we, we see the see those quite often. Um, you know, the client have uh, used the business a personal credit card, pay for the business expenses, right? And then at the end of the year, he forgot about it. He forgot lots of expenses could have been deductible, right? And also, like you guys drive a lot, you know, use use your vehicle quite often. <laughs> yes. Are you tracking? Are you tracking your mileage? Yes, right. I use this app. It's called Miles IQ. Yes. Uh huh. Okay, that's good. Okay, so how do you haven't you probably haven't you haven't heard about that app yet? You install that. That's very helpful. Now, I think fifty nine dollars totally. It's worth investing. Yeah. You know, they're gonna bring you thousands of deductions. And uh, now, Casey, you already have a. Pro- I would think probably you may. I think half of the customer I talk to, they, they miss this. Now you have, a, let's say you have an S corporation. Like when you try the mileage, are you, how do you deduct those mileage? What do you mean? How do I deduct the mileage? Like, are you, are you deducting those mileage in your, on your return? On my return, yes. Yeah. What's your process? So you basically, oh. is, is your personal vehicle or business vehicle? I put this on, uh, whenever I put gas in my car, I use my business account. Oh, so you, you are using actual Everywhere account. I drive is business now. Like okay. I'm a little sleepy. I don't get personal time. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we should do a lesson on what personal time is. <laughs> <laughs> so, what that is. So in your situation, you are fine. You just use your, per, you, you are using your actual expense under your business credit card. That's totally fine. Yes. So I, I saw lots of realtors, you know, they, even if they have a, uh, business credit card, you know, they, they decide to, instead of, instead of claim, they use their personal vehicle, instead of claim the actual expense, they decide to reimburse by the mileage. So there are two ways you can deduct the, the mileage, right? One is actual expense. You know, you go to a gas station, you pay, use your, use your business credit card, pay for those expense. The other way is in lieu of actual expense, you just get reimbursed for the mileage, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very, very often that people Give the CPA they are how much mileage it is, and the times let's say fifty cent, fifty fifty five cents a mile. Let's say get a, you know two thousand three thousand dollar deduction for 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 that year, but they forgot they need to reimburse yourself for the same amount, right? Because that's just like you are traveling for you know if you're working for somebody else, you are traveling to New York, and you pay your you you pay the air ticket out of your personal credit card. Right? How do you how do you recall those expenses? You have to get a reimbursed, right? Because mm-hmm. you and your company, you and your S corporation are two different entities now, right? So when you have your if you use your personal vehicle for those mileage, at the end of the or at, at the end of the year, you need to get a reimbursed for those let's say three thousand dollars of mileage, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of people did not do that, and if you think about the reimbursement, so what does it do to your return? One is your business now get a $3,000 deduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a deduction. And at the same time, you get a $3,000 put in your pocket. Uh, 
are those three thousand dollars taxable or not? Mm-hmm. They're not, right? Right. That's a reimbursement. Right. You you see that so, so yeah. net like you basically you extract three thousand dollars, put it in your personal pocket tax free. At the same time, you get a three thousand dollars of deduction in your business. Right. Okay. Okay. That's like basically six thousand dollars of deduction or whatever tax saving is by there times the times the rate. Yeah, and then uh, a few other tips like hiring kids. You probably heard about doesn't it doesn't have to be hire the kids. You can hire Andy. To us, we call it income shifting strategies, right? Yes. No, let's say you guys. If you guys are paying thirty seven percent highest tax rate, right? If you have your have your kids or have your retired mother or parents working for you, they have to do real job, right? If they are if they are under zero zero percent tax bracket or twelve percent tax bracket, right? Think about this, especially for kids, right? Um, let's say you know if your kids go to uh, go to college, you know, yeah. you have to spend uh, you know ten thousand dollars for the college expense. If you pay your kids for the ten thousand dollars of college tuition. What's your real cost? Your real cost for you is uh, uh, $10,000 plus $3,700 taxes because $10,000 tuition is after tax. So your real cost is like $13,700, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you hire your kids, I see Cassie is looking at me seriously. (laughs) So now, if if you give your kids the same amount, but you hire your kids, doing things for you, if you manage your properties, have your kids you know, check out listings, respond to emails, do marketing, yes. you know, talking to property management companies, et cetera, et cetera. You, pay him, you pay him the same $10,000, and then he turn around, use the same $10,000 to pay for his own tuition fee. What is his cost? What is your cost now? Your cost is, wait, let me think. So if you're paying your kid, you can write that off yep. because it's paying an employee. So yep. zero? No, your real cost will be ten thousand dollars minus thirty-seven thirty-seven hundred. Oh, minus the thirty-seven. Okay. okay. Right. So your real cost is six thousand three hundred. Which is better right? than thirteen just, seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thirteen seven minus sixty sixty three hundred. So right there you save like uh I don't know, like six thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars tax, seven thousand dollars deductions right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If you pay forty percent taxes, that's like a two thousand dollar eight hundred, two thousand dollars, but twenty eight hundred dollars taxes saved. So we could do we could do this with an like uh like my grandma or something. Anybody as long as they are in a lower income tax bracket. So if you see like uh, you know all the all the all the all Rich guys, they have all their family foundations, whatever set up. Their, their kids yeah. working for them, sit on the board, they pay the board yeah. fee. I know my dad did this. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Right. <laughs> but it's it's income shifting It Doesn't have to be your kids. Right. Yes. Could it be anybody relative? You don't mind give them money to support them, but they pay at a lower lower tax bracket. Right. But <sighs> the key is you want to make sure they are really doing legit work. Right. You are, okay. you, you not just give them money. They have to really you know you code in the time really do do actual work. Yes. Right. I wish we There's could dogs. pay our dogs, Casey. I, <laughs> we don't have kids. We just have the dogs. Yeah, I'm like, he costs me more than some people's kids do. I know yeah. I do. Right. You could it be your dog could it be your podcast model or something? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Seriously, he has his own Instagram. Yeah. But the thing is that like, you <laughs> want to make sure 
program. Lots of people read the text. They read the text code wrong. Lots of people think, oh, tax is sort of you know, IRS give us to punish us or to whatever, make us to pay taxes. And I always tell my client, IRS actually loved you. They loved you, right? Mm-hmm. Tax code to me is nothing but a, a bunch of juicy deductions. Yeah. They want to give to owners. Right. right. They want to deduct. Oh, here you go. Your dog pay, maybe qualify for a podcast guest. Yeah, and he is on our podcast every week. <laughs> every week, yep. Yeah. How do I write him off? <laughs> yeah, so really, you know, for us, our goal is really to help the, you know, help our clients to to find the right tax code, find the right deductions, credits, and incentive to make sure you know you pay least amount of tax right. legally allowed. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Casey could actually write off expenses for her dog. If they're related to her business, technically, he's right? On, he's in all my advertising. He's on my business cards. He's he's mascot. Yeah. Yeah. If it is really a business related, you have to make sure it is business related, business necessity necessity related. And yeah. Funny. Okay. And also have to be reasonable, of course. You know, I mean, reasonable. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wheels are turning. <laughs> reasonable and necessary. So. Okay. okay. Yeah, but for you know, hundred percent for the kids, you know, definitely think about those. Keep them engaged yeah. in the business. Yeah. 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 He's in my lifestyle videos. He's in everything I do. So. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know we 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 need left. Uh, another thing you can just give you a, a few other tips, right? Real estate professional, uh, you guys have, you know, kind of unfair advantage when when you invest in real estate, right? You are you call the professionals, and then you know all of a sudden for for real estate, you have passive loss limitations. For you guys, you can bypass that. So, yeah. you know, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, cool. Very interesting. Um, so I know you only had 30 minutes. We're coming up on that. Uh, do you have any last hacks, tips, or tricks for real estate agents with their, their taxes? Uh I think number one thing is if they just started, you know, I, I would highly recommend them. If they start to have consistent client coming in, uh-huh. consistent uh, cash flow coming in, get a book ready, ready okay. to set up a book. Make sure you capture the, you know, separate the business and from personal expenses, and get a studio's book. And also make sure um, monitor your uh, quarterly estimate tax payments. Okay. Right, that's how realtors get audited. Right, because your your money does not come in consistently every month or every quarter. But I ask you, if you are self-employed, you have to submit quarterly estimate tax payment. They really every quarter. Right. right. So if yeah. you don't, if you missed it, right, and then you know sometimes cash coming in, and then you have to you have expenses to pay, you forgot about it, and then you miss a certain payment, right? And all of a sudden, that's how trigger a little bit of red red flag, right? You pay late or some some delinquencies that's how it trigger the audit trigger the audit right and, the, and, and also for realtors when you start a business you don't get the most your book is not the most cleanest right so that's another reason you could get audited so yeah get a get a clean book spend some money or quick book you know 29 dollars 30 dollars spend the money yes. separate those business expense run a quality spend expense tax spend pay it pay it on time that's number one the second is get a Get a, an attack advisor. Make sure you know set up your entity structure right. Make sure you capture all the expenses, and make sure you know you know um, also consider your retirement. Consider all the asset protection. That's the second part. 
And the third part is really, um, uh, you know, don't don't shy of write off the deductions. Yeah. Something you deserve, as long as reasonable. Just that's the reason why the the Congress give you those tax deductions or credit. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Well, I love these tips. Okay. Yes. One last question, Stephen. Um, do people have to live in Georgia to work with you, or can anybody work with you? Well, uh, no, it's a federal, it's federal. So uh, just okay. to put this clear, so, so I, I'm, uh, my license, my legal license is in New York. So for any okay. legal matters, I can only help the clients from, from New York, but I'm also a CPA, so I can help, uh, my, 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 my can, can provide a tax advice to, to any clients uh, okay. using my CPA license. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And we do, um, for those of you listening and not watching, um, Stephen's email is Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at G-U-C-P-A group.com. So I'll say that yep. again, because I kind of butchered that at first. So Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at G-U, like his last name, C-P-A group.com. Right? That's correct. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you, Stephen, for coming on and sharing with our audience. I know this is going to be super helpful for them. Yes. And uh, to our audience, if you guys uh, don't mind following us on social media, um, and also if you're listening on YouTube uh, or Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you are updated every week when our new episodes come out. Um, YouTube, hit that bell to subscribe. So Yes, I right. can't wait to release and this. I can never find that piece of paper. I've been looking for it. <laughs> yes, and y'all have to I can't believe you guys on. enjoyed it. <laughs> I'll just connect with you. It's somewhere, yes. and I'll find it as soon as we finish this. So Yes, okay. I'll, I'll send you Stephen's contact information. As, or I guess you have his email now, too. But mm -hmm. um, yes. yes, thank you, Stephen. I'm so glad we got to connect. Um, I know our audience is going to love this. So thank you yes. so much for your time. We Thanks really appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me. Great Thank talking you. to you guys. Awesome. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Yes. Have a great week, everybody.